Welcome to the Late Night Vacuum! First off, shall we? Three, two, one. It's better than Wilhelm. Juilliard's gonna send assassins. I've never met the man. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't know why. So, uh, Grackies, what episode are we on now? I don't remember. I just called it 11 11. 11 11. So, so, what we've effectively got is we have the main branch of, uh, our, of our episodes. And at one point, we split them off. And now we have to find a way to merge the number sequence from podcast back to videocast back to English. Um, yes. and we're going, we're going to get there. It's, it's, it's a bug in the numbering system. It, uh, I tried, to, I tried to get it to read the right, you know, episode number and it, it just, it couldn't figure it out with the previous naming I came up with and it, it just spit out 11 11 and then slapped me. Yeah. Yeah. Although now if I have a child, I know what to call it. <laughs> um, but so we yeah, two, eleven T and eleven, eleven T and eleven, and that is uh, a, a slight uh, mention there of the fact we are now on iTunes, which is uh, a big whoop yay. Um, this, huzzah! Huzzah! Um, this episode is going to be radically different from the other episodes in that we will have audio quality. Um, so prepare yourselves if you've uh, been uh, already subscribed and you've just come across this episode. Yes. It does sound like a happy rapture in comparison. It's true. Yeah. Um, now, now our voices are even more grating on your nerves. Uh, no, no. Mine is still refined and British. Oh, uh, crap. Underscore says uh, Slevin instead of Slevin so that we don't get sued by CR because we are riffing off one of his movies. I That was completely unintentional, too. <laughs> Okay, so we've got um, a few things to cover. Um, it's uh, there's been, it, it, it's kind of like uh, this is almost like what a normal week would be like. Um, we're starting to get into the swing of things with, or at least we should say, CIG is with kind of, you know, firing out and sharing content. A lot of things have been happening. Um, there's some info. Yeah, but before we go there, what have we been playing? Graphics. I've attempted to play some Star Citizen. Why attempted? Lots of crashing, and and lots of me dying of heat. So when you say cr so, okay, so the dying of heat. If people don't know, um, Grackies lives on the sun, and it turns out that the sun, in order to live there, requires air conditioning, and it's it's true. Uh, what the, what temperatures were you getting yesterday? Uh, it, it, in my apartment or flat if you prefer uh it was 107 was the top temperature it reached indoors it, 107 what fahrenheit and in english yeah somewhere near 45 to 48 celsius somewhere like that i think okay that's just stupid um so yeah so that's kind of kind of impacted you but you've been having stutters and crashes is that um just the way you fly or is it hardware no that's just 115 Oh, okay. Okay. Um, it, it works when it feels like it. It's it's temperamental. It's it's becoming a, a teenager. <laughs> but is it still better than one one four? Yes and no. Depends on what you fly. 
okay. Because for me, in the little bit I played of it, it's 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 night and day. I, it's so much better. A lot of it's better, but if you fly a cutlass, it's kind of a hell again. Um, controlling a cutlass is very, very, but very cut difficult. I thought cutlass has always been hell. They've not kind of perfected it, was, it yet. It was hell, then it was actually pretty decent for a while, like to the point where I could actually even race with one. Yeah, I was able to race it the cutlass. It goes through the rings. I could make it do that and not crash, yeah. I was actually able to do that. I don't know how, but I did. <laughs> But now it flies so touchy again where it'll just kind of do that overcharge on its its yaw or its roll. So if you're trying to roll and pitch, sometimes you roll too much. So you can't... Lining up shots, is it, it's a pain. Um, Hornet, it, it its flight needs a little touching up, but it's not horrible. Hmm. But the problem is that CS missiles still affect the Hornet. So when people dump off two CS missiles at a Hornet, it doesn't insta-kill you anymore. Instead, because it uses the old damage model, it just breaks every piece off your ship so you're a flying, sitting, useless can, and you have to eject. <laughs> and because it's so big and slow, you can't avoid the CS missiles. You can't get out of the way. You can't, unless they fire them from a long distance off, if they're under a kilometer, you're just... <laughs> By Hornet. You're in special, yeah. Um, so what else have you been playing apart from Star Citizen? H1Z1. Oh, you're back onto that. Have you been doing Yeah, I've been playing that. Is it? Uh, is that like the, the battle royale where everybody kind of gets together and beats seven shades of crap out of each other? No, I've been playing actually open world survival. Okay. I played that with some of the members of Test Squadron, actually. Um, we are on Contagion server. Now a lot more people are probably going to go there to hunt us and or hopefully join us to help us because we get hunted a lot. But we've set up a really nice base and now we try to keep it from getting blown to smithereens. Okay, so I am an affiliate of Test Squadron, but because you've said all this, you absolutely, anybody listening or watching this, pay them a visit and, and do what you need to do. Ah, oh, crap. Enough people already do that. Just can, can we get some people that are not going to shoot at us for once? No, but it's fun. As long as it's fun, I'm happy. It, it's true. Um, it is true. It, it is pretty fun, especially when we punji stick a bridge and blow up someone's car and, and then they get angry and come in and start shooting <laughs> arrows and things at us. Um, have you been anything else? Um, those have really been the main two games I've been playing because... Other times I'm looking, I, I'm trying to find CryEngine learning stuff. Mm. Because if I can learn CryEngine stuff, I can do super secret, awesome, fun things that we will reveal eventually in time when it is ready. Yes. But stay tuned for super secret fun things. You'd be terrible at keeping surprises. Um, so, that, so for my side, I've played Bugger all. Um, this has been a... I haven't heard of that. It's, uh, it's actually, it's a, it's a two-player game. Uh, okay. Although, to be honest, they, they, it's co-op, but they're looking for multiplayer, for multiplayer with at least 32 people. Um, I thought a lot of, for a lot of people it was just a solo game. I'm going to have to show you some sites. The, um... <laughs> but the, actually, no, to be honest, um, I've not been playing. I've been doing an awful lot of uh, back-end stuff for 
uh, the podcast in terms of video editing. I even did a, <laughs> I even did a stream of it. Um, a big shout out to Carl Brecken for letting us use his music for the podcast. Um, I've had great fun with that, and I've been playing with with new toys and new tech, so I'm a happy bunny. Um, but uh, I'm putting away some time to do some more Star Citizen, and I may even be getting into World of Warships. But uh, that's probably going to be an off-stream thing. Just uh, uh, a friend of mine wants to play, so uh, so he's going to hopefully help me through it. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. Um, so I've not been doing anything else apart from that. But what's been going on this week in Star Citizen, sir? Well, this week in Star Citizen, do you mean besides 115 now turning into 116 all of a sudden out of nowhere? I can't sing it due to legal reasons. Happy birthday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we've got 116 has already hit the PTU as of, in fact, uh, possibly right now there was a slight delay. Um, for people who don't know, 116 is uh, a, it's one of those thank God we're getting it. Uh, but it's also not got a lot of stuff in it. Uh, the, uh, yeah, but no, that's what we'll have later ones. This is the interim patch. So uh, when we had the 115 hit the PTU, we had uh, a greatly improved launcher. Um, that, I love that launcher. That, and the music. The music is so good. Um, fantastic with Pedro. Um, so the idea was that uh, the 116 will make a couple of game tweaks, but it's really about getting the launcher out to us uh, prior to um, the uh, the drop that will follow after Gamescom. Um, so uh, if you go in, uh, there's a whole bunch of instructions about PTU logging in and whatnot. Um, but when this comes out, you should expect much faster downloads. And would I be right in saying it's also like more intelligent downloads? Um, yeah, yeah. The, the download system is go it's going to be worked on to get smarter. At first, not as much, but they had bugs to work out, so I'm going to see how much more they've improved it. Yeah. Um, in terms of game updates, um, the one that stands out for me is that for Battle Royale, Squadron Battle, and Capture the Core now requires a minimum of four players. Uh, yes, yes, it now requires a minimum. So basically, it, you can't end up with a two-person battle royale thing going on anymore. It, it makes it at least four happening. Now I'm wondering if I will need to test this. Does this is does this include private play? Um, don't know, but I would assume that it would link over to private play as well. Okay, because what that then means is like so. Sometimes when I do my um, my Sunday streams, for example, uh, there's an awful lot of people like me who are, shall we say, not that good, and we kind of play together um, uh, in private. Not because there's a difference between private and public per se. It's just a leaderboard thing, various nonsense. Uh, although we've now got opt outs um uh, uh so it's a case of you know we kind of play there and it may be only two or three people so i'm not sure if that's a good thing or bad thing for me personally um there's still free flight well yeah but then there's no scores because it's nice to have you know confirmation of something you, no, know? This is true. you know it's like did i get strong hits within a certain time frame you know because if, if you imagine and I'm, i can't believe i'm actually defending some of these game modes uh, but if you imagine, like, uh, in today's uh, Around the Verse, they were talking about about a minute for a time to kill, and a good dog fight between aces is about nine minutes. 
which yep. uh, translates as if you're also really, really bad and you're fighting a really, really bad person, you could be having 10 minute time to kills, which would feel like fantastic. Oh, hopefully. Um, so, <laughs> then so, the two of you can feel like you're both aces. Exactly. So, you know, so this, I'm wondering how that's going to kind of um, uh, affect my personal ego boo. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so there's not really much more in terms of uh, the other changes they've made. It's, it's all really about the, um, about the launcher. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's been a few other things happening this week. We've had... Uh, for the chairman uh yes. which had a lot of okay questions so i think we can say nothing particularly stood out i uh, get to name my ship now you but you've always been able to name your ship they never confirmed it they always waffled on that really point. i thought they, confirmed they never it. they never came out and said yes you're going to be able to name it they always said something like we're looking into it but you know with the way that people can name things we gotta be careful they always phrased it like that and this time chris just came out and he's like yep you can do it so okay so you don't have to say this if you don't want to and this 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 does get into i'm i'm i don't mind role playing i think role playing is good uh but i also don't want to kind of get into the <laughs> until it's real but what are you going to call one of your ships? Have you thought of Brianna any? Oh, yeah. What's, what's going to be called that? What ship? My Retaliator. I honestly did not know that. I re as soon as I asked you, it became apparent. Um, any other names you've got? Um, not yet. I have to think of really good ones mm. that, that follow ridiculous theming without being over the top. <laughs> one, of them might, one of them might be Frying Pan. Uh, no, I think it, Spang. Spang! That that would work. Yeah. See, that's why I got to mull over. Spang. Uh, uh, it's got to have multiple A's in there. What kind of ship could take a Spang as a name? Um, I don't know. It seems like a Hornet could be Spang. Hornet could. Except it doesn't Spang very much. Hornet. Now, if I could capture a uh, scythe or a glaive. Well, no. See, what shape? What sh what shape? What is becoming nasty? What ship? Um, <laughs> what what ship has large flat surfaces? Are you, uh, Zerk says the Hornet. The Hornet. <laughs> Zerk says my three twenty five A is called Other Berry. Nice. Um, That's a good one. I think what have I got? So I've got a note here. Um, I, I my Banu Merchantman is going to be called Equitable Understanding. Which I think that it, one's that one's beautiful. Uh, my my Carrick is going to be called Safety Not Guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds like it would be a Ferengi ship. <laughs> right there, you have the disclaimer written on. Pay the waiver fee. Um, my uh, Phoenix uh, uh, um, is going to be called uh, Corinthian, I think. Okay. Um, but then I've got a few other ones which are a little bit wanky. So I've I got have to think it through. Still. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't given I'm it the name. I'm going to name mine ugly. Aww. Um, my, uh, my Gemini, because it's a refueler ship, uh, Gemini Starliner, I'm tempted to call it Plan B. <laughs> which is. Oh. <laughs> just, just be careful with that naming. <laughs> Yeah, it has connotations in America, doesn't it? 
Yes, it does. I have to really rethink that, I think. I've just realized. <laughs> I, I literally, I... It just, oh, bugger. <laughs> <laughs> now it connects. It's like, oh, wait, maybe, um, um new, <laughs> new. That's not good. It's not the best. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so that's all pretty good. Um, it's good to have Chris back. I also see that they're doing, I think, another 10 for the artists. So yep. I'm hoping that that means we'll get that as an extra show. But if we want to replace it and mix it out, I think moving away from Chris for a lot of this is, has been actually good for kind of communication and, and, and insight. Yeah. Um, in today's, we, we, we had a bug smashes. We had a few other odds and sods. Um, and Zerk, yes, I am still thinking of doing it. Um, we had uh, Around the Verse today, which had a couple of nice standouts. Um, it did. Uh, apart from the new camera angles, which I thought was quite good. Um, <laughs> we, we had, um, oh, what's that ship people keep talking about the entire time? Yes, the Aurora, no, the Vanguard. Yes, the <laughs> with its it, its super um, sneak away escape pod. That it, it's like when you absolutely need to get out of there, cinder block. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's drop the drop the drop the board cube. So, so and make them think they blew you up too, because apparently it emits a signature saying, "Nope, you got the kill." <laughs> yeah. Oh, so here, while we're chatting, I want chat to post the names of their ships so we can kind of shout them out uh, as, as we go along. Um, but yeah, no, because it's, it's like when I saw the escape pod was basically the heart of the ship, the living area of the ship, and it was just a, like a, a ship where, like a, a container. Uh, it, was li it was like that, that crate that they uh, was in um, Agents of Marvel. Oh, yeah. The, uh, but the agents of Mar, agents of Shield, or agents of Shield, yeah, yeah. agents of Shield. Yeah. That's it. The crate that they set into the water. I'm like, that <laughs> looks just. That does not look safe. The, uh, the 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 thing the thing for me when I saw that was, okay, so space, no gravity. But I think if that's released, you can actually imagine it already falling. It's just down. It's like it's got such a physicality to it. Yeah, it, that thing doesn't seem like it would just float in space. It, it would it, fall somewhere. It's like in Mass Effect when they're talking about one of the background characters talking about um, Newton being the biggest badass uh, because of the conservation of mass and motion, and uh, you know because a bullet flies and it just keeps going until it hits something. This is that life pod <laughs> writ large. <laughs> uh, we've got we've got some names: Mammon Lord uh, F7AM for his his Hornet is the Opal. Cutlass is gummy. Oh, yes, Mammon, I remember the uh, Freelancer Max is Piggington, which I think is just fantastic. Uh, 315p Elizabeth. I love that. <laughs> that's, that's pure um, Explorer. <laughs> and Philomena for the Mustang Omega. Um, uh, Okazu has the RSI Capinator. <laughs> Uh, Ryokin has Badonkadonk for his Freelancer Max. We have Hal B for Aelorath, his Kappa Pride. Nice one. Um, uh, Fallout's named his sh two of his ships, but he's, he's shy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, and so, so the Vanguard, uh, that was such a, a beautiful use of um, space inside. So, if people didn't it see is. it, they had a 
like a side cutaway of the ship as a sketch, which then showed um, how various things worked and operated. Um, like the chairs and well, yeah. Do you know so we we nerded out over chairs and talking of chairs, of course, you've got your new one. Um, I do, I do have my new chair, and my back is so happy. Like right now, I just want to lean back, but I know it would be bad for the mic. But maybe I'll just drag the mic closer and just relax. Okay. Let the breeze cool me down and go. Wee. Okay, so Fallout, I think we have won this with his Mustang Beta name, the Shagging Wagon. But that's but that's the Aurora because it it takes two. This is true. Um, so so there's the lean back. Oh yes, <laughs> I'm so glad that that did work and you didn't just disconnect the entire top of the chair. <laughs> <laughs> we had technical difficulties while we pick you up. Um, I know how to put chairs together. I put too many of them together in my life. <laughs> Mammon says he's not a Vanguard fan. He's waiting for the F8. Long wait, Ted. Uh, yeah. The ship you will never get. This is not the ship you are looking for. Um, so, uh, so what else happened? We also had, um, at the very, near the very end, a mention of a competition. Oh, I'd say move it forward first for another piece of news that they oh. kind of just snuck oh. in. Or was it they sneak? The Glaive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they just kind of made a sliding mention of, oh, we can't wait for you to try it out. And I went, wait, nobody's been able to buy those. And, uh, wait, I, I flew one, technically, but... But was it... Glaive? Well, the thing, the thing for me is, one you can capture and acquire them in game so yes maybe they're just prepping that side of it but flip side is yeah they've never said they wouldn't sell it it's true but they 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 just sort of slid the glaive in there and i'm like it has double hug blades my name's so glaive johnny glaive double hug blades uh, have you managed to hug with one blade yes many times actually and in game yes okay both okay uh, <laughs> I've, I've managed to hug with it and kill, and I've managed to hook with it and then kill. You remind me of Jack the Ripper. Um, so, so that's going to be but awesome. But I don't have the accent. He had, what, a selfie accent? Do me a London accent. I can't do a London accent. Do me a London accent. No, I can't do... I, I can't... I. My brain, it can't pick up a London accent. Okay, we'll do this. At, I've listened to you we'll do this. so many times and I can't. We'll do I the, don't know why. We'll do this post show and then you can do an accent for me. Um, I'll try. Right. But um, so we're off the rails. We're totally off the rails. Um, underscore asked a question Will be able to steal old ships in game, right? Or at least theoretically have the ability? Yes and no. Um, you're going to have the ability to steal ships. But uh, there will be a couple of conditions around a few of them. Uh, so, like, for example, if you do the large ships, like the Bengal, um, then you, they're, they're permanent instances. So when, it's more of a hold. Than it's maybe. more of a hold, but you could steal it. Uh, the flip side, however, then is um, some of the larger Vandal ships or some of the Vandal mm -hmm. ships uh, have so far been expressly designed for Squadron 42 and do not necessarily have the level of detail or components or, you know, all the bits it would need, shall we say, for 
us to kind of pilot gotcha. and capture. Maybe it has other components in terms of damage and states and various sods and sods, but not for us to control. Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, I want one of those Vondal super carriers. <laughs> uh, Zerka has posted Disco Lando on Twitter. I just saw what happens when two ships quantum travel to the same spot at the same time. Oh, you. Oh. Hashtag Gamescom Star Citizen. Save it for the bloopers. Oh, yeah. So apparently, it. it it has hilarious results and is also we got to hear I've what the seen, quantum drive sounds I've like. seen There's... time cops so I know what happens oh okay when two forces touch they meld each into each other it's kind of awesome um, it's a bit like old states um, I've only seen Axe Cop but that's a whole different story we still need to see it um, but we did have a competition uh, yes back to the competition yes it's basically the next great starship um volume two but not it's uh, character modeling character modeling uh, or so not really character modeling i think it's character modeling in terms of clothing and things was that it it was character modeling to get everything like clothing and set up a i i I can't remember if they mentioned hair or not but they mentioned getting it all integrated into cry engine yeah so and i don't think it's multi-person teams either it's single like solo artist <laughs> underscore has named it now it's the next top model <laughs> that's good um yeah so that's effectively what it is and um uh, they've they've been looking for kind of resources and skills like this and uh the winner gets a an idris yeah so idris P, i believe they said that oh they didn't say p or m in it they just said idris Oh, I thought they said Idris P for some reason. No. My brain's melting, so I might have... As, as ever, the P is silent. Um, <laughs> I wish. Yeah, or the man saying the next great star citizen. That's kind of awesome as well. Um, the uh, next top modeler. Next top modeler. Oh, we have to stop. We'll just keep doing this. Uh, I know, it's so easy. Um, and so yeah, so from so from that, that was quite good. Um, not a lot more in the in the broadcast. Everybody's been heads down for Gamescom, um, which you can you you can you can clearly see. Um, I'm just getting the hype train is, is is in full flow for me right now about what's going to happen. Um, I'm, I'm shaking my fist at you right now over the fact that I'm so jealous. Yeah. So I Do you want to tell people why I'm so jealous? He's Gracky's is jealous because I'm just a much better human being. Well, besides that, they already know that. Okay. Uh so I'm going to Gamescom. Um so uh next week's uh rec uh, uh show is going to be one of those ones where it's like, "Hello everybody. Oh god, I need to go to bed. I've got an early flight." Um, so yeah, I'm flying out Friday morning next week. Uh, maybe we'll do an early show. Maybe. Yeah, we could. See what we can do. Um, I'd be up for that. Um, so yeah, so I'm flying out uh, Friday morning. Um, uh, my hotel is uh, just around the corner. Um, and uh, I'm then going to uh, pop my head around, say hi, um, and you know, socialize. So if you're around, let me know. Um, say hi to me. Um, and we'll have a drink. And then uh, I'm back in London on Saturday. I'm
going to see if I can bring a video camera uh, and maybe just kind of capture some footage of it, see what's doable. Mm -hmm. I won't be streaming. There's already a live stream happening. Um, but uh, I'll see if I can throw and edit a few things together. Translation, I'm going to make a hames of it. So but we'll see what I can do. Um, Crimson Cyclist says, are you going to CitizenCon? Yeah, I'm going to CitizenCon as well. No, I'm not. Uh, and uh, and and Gracky's. Yeah, you're not. Um, sorry. I, Jerk. Yeah. Times two. Yeah. Why did they have to have it in England? They have two events right next to each other this year over there. Yeah, because and to be honest, it's fantastic. But then again, look at all the other conventions and anything of a genre nature that you guys have compared to over here. And this is this is like a drop of rain compared to the flood you normally get. Uh, yeah, um, it, uh, Mammon says if I send you nudes, which is probably a Bill and Ted reference, uh, or a, um, a clerk's reference, and five quid, will you give me one of those mysterious gold star? No, no, because uh, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> just no. <laughs> just no. Ten pounds fish and chips. If you can get me good fish and chips, man, I'd be so happy because it's not good around where I live. Uh, yeah. England, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not, <laughs> not the home of fish and chips. Um, say, so yeah, Crimson, if you're, if you're, if you should give us a wave and let us and say hi and tell us, you know, and we can, we can, we can hang out. Uh, a, a gladiator glider giveaway after. And it's called, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, so you can enlighten me later. Um, so yeah, so that's all good. Uh, back to what's been going on in the week. We got um, Game Commander came out on Friday. We did, which was quite awesome. It was it was fun to see him with code on his screen, and then talking to Mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it now. Uh, when I saw when I saw that, I knew you'd be happy for one reason, which is because it looked at the interior spaces versus the exterior spaces. Those bugs that you've been finding. Oh yeah, <laughs> the ones that I've been finding a lot. Uh, I don't know in any ship you've been looking at particularly, but it's good to see that they've uh, they actually addressed that, and it was Chris himself who was working on it. That's pretty well, awesome. It's because they had to make it so it used the new interior space code for. The zone code. The zone code. Sounds quite cool. Um, now, uh, that's pretty much it, I think, for the official channels. Unless you can you remember anything else that's been going on this week. Not off the top of my head. I mean, they had more updates on FPS and bug lists and another bug smashers, which didn't have a ton of particular relief. Yeah, that didn't really kind of... Flashy stuff to it. Didn't really grab me. Um... To, to, to a QA person, it was like, <laughs> But there was something that did come up this week that really stood out to me, and it was actually in the forums. Um, so uh, some of you may know of uh, Beer for the Beer God. Uh, he's um, a Sarsis and fan like ourselves. Uh, he, he, yep. he, he sometimes posts these transcripts. I don't know if you've read them, Temple of the Chairman. Um, he actually posted a whole... Uh, well, basically, um, a kind of game design, high-level game design concept around missiles. Correct. 
Um, yes. Now, I was really taken with this, and I posted it into the thread and did a lot of reading, and I shared it with Grackies, because this is, this is one of those kind of areas that I think does need tuning. Um, I don't know how well uh, Bia tackles it, but Grackies, I mean, what's your take on, on the missile situation? Do you want to kind of summarize as well? He's right and he's wrong. Um, okay, well, and I can do, you, do, you want to, do you want to summarize what he's kind of proposing first before we kind in of... In his proposal. Yeah, so we understand. Uh, basically, what he summarizes is that the missile system needs to change from where it's at right now, which is fast-paced tracking missiles uh, at close range, which kind of swoop around and you have to use more active countermeasures and be more actively, you know, fighting and dodging with... And it tends to be that missiles overpower things. Yeah. And instead, what he's proposing is that missiles get a much, much, much further lock-on range, uh, upwards of, say, 10 kilometers, whereas right now you're looking at three-and-a-half-kilometer range for locks, so that the locks happen back then. You fire the missiles off, they gain momentum, and, and the more they gain, the faster they get. However, because you know, you're know you firing them at such a long range and they've got so much momentum, if someone manages to get out of the way of the, the missiles when they're fired off, what happens is they don't have enough basically fuel or mm. capability to shift their momentum around and track back into a ship. So if that salvo misses, well, they missed. Right. And th that was sort of the breakdown and synopsis of the idea and that different sizes would have different ranges to them and, you know, that you could use them in different ways and he had multiple different types of missiles listed out that had different rules and stuff, which are already kind of in the game to some degree for the missiles mm. and have been proposed to some degree. So that's kind of the breakdown of what he listed. Yeah. So from, from my sense, I mean, I, I, I don't play as aggressively as you do. I mean, let's be honest there, but at the same time, I haven't really felt it to be overly missile commander. And I know that they've done a lot of, uh, People say enough. This may be a rebalance, or whatever we call it, um, and they've kind of improved the effectiveness of uh, avoidance of missiles and various sorts and sorts. To some degree. To some degree. Yes. To some degree. Um, but I was actually positively taken by it. Uh, I don't think it's a full solution, uh, and the continued posts have helped kind of refine it. But there. It, it, it kind of struck one of the core tenets of um, what combat in Star, Star Citizen is, is that it's a World War II dogfight. Um, yes. So I really like the idea of a time and a place for weapons. This is why we have uh, rangers in our, in our pew-pews. Um, and we still, also have, we still also have rangers with our missiles. But we just don't have uh, minimum ranges. Um, yep. So for me, I'd love to see there being some minimum ranges. But I'd also I liked that idea. Yeah, um, I wasn't too taken with the special kind of like there was an entire section on plasma and various other rods and sods. I think that's that's already kind of going to be in game to some degree. Yeah. though. they've already described it. Really? Um, oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, there there are going to be different missile types. Oh yeah, there, yeah. They're going to have the ones that have basically the, the, the shrapnel that explode and is essentially a physical projectile at close range, so it acts like as if you're firing physical shards. Yeah. It, it, it's a shotgun, 
missile, essentially, to go through some of the shields to, and still actually cause damage, but the shields to slow it up. Yeah. Um, versus it, it won't do a ton of damage if the shields are down because heavy armor is going to stop physical stuff better than shields does. And it's going to play the same way as weapons. Yeah. So, so for me, I really, I really did like that kind of minimum range distance, but I also liked the, uh, well, how does that minimum range distance then factor into weapon range distance? Um, in terms of you know what's what's their uh, overlap? So translation is is there a sweet spot of distance for you can fire everything? But equally, my red flag was um, if you are in a position where you can fire your missiles from a safe distance, um, then you can make the assessment to engage or not. Not just that. What he described perfectly no, 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 was, in his... Oh, that was my oh, concern. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it would... What he was describing in that situation, in everything he described, is torpedo combat. What becomes the rules of torpedoes, which is an entire class of weapons that hasn't been flushed out, if you make the missiles torpedoes? So, to be honest, I think we may see something like this already coming in. But I yes. did see there was a, a modification, uh, I can't remember the name of who posted it, um, where you applied uh, ranges based on sizes, which then meant that size one, for example, would could be used in more close combat quarters. So, I honestly think we probably, we may have you know, we control the world. We have that. We are the masters of game design, and they will listen to us. Uh, wahaha! Um, yep. You know, we've probably got um, the 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 torpedo module plugged into the missile module, um, and we'll probably see something like this happening. Um, for we'll see something like that. And um, here's the biggest problem I had with it. It completely and totally removes short-range engagement. And the biggest problem right now with missiles is that they still do too much damage through shields. They are, depending on the missile, because some of them, they'll hit with a shield up, and they'll do a ridiculous amount of damage through the shield, and the shield will only go down a quarter, but all of a sudden you're missing a wing and your engine, even though it was one missile. And it's like, wait a second, why is that mm. one missile doing that? So there are still bugs in the base damage of these yeah. missiles. That these are obviously just bugged out. You cannot take any of the numbers on the way the missiles are behaving right now. So, yeah. But shield should block missiles. I think you I, have to take the shield down. I think I think I think there's uh, the, the thing I'm looking at and this is why I like uh, the posts in the forums is the entire notion that how do we balance missile play in because in, in, the one amazing thing about World War II is that if you wanted to bomb someone, you had to be on top of them and over them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have we have World War II or, we, or fire off B two rockets, but not off a, 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 a plane. So I want to focus on that concept. Um, if we want, it was a it was a line of sight pew pew game. Pew yes. pew game. I've just described World War Two as a game. I'm a bad man. <laughs> uh, okay, I have. We're talking about War Thunder. Or I something have like to. That. I have to lay off certain games. 
Um, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, and I kind of went yep and went wait a second. Yeah, yeah. Did you just describe the a game relating to or the actual event? Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. So I've made friends across many places, um, and uh, so yeah. So from so for me, if we're going to um, you know keep to the spirit of World War Two dogfighter combat. How does missiles, which was the next generation of com of air, air combat, factor into that? And they've still got to fully work that out. I do think that it's going to take some refinement, and maybe there's some distancing aspects about it. But um, what would be very interesting is, like right now, we already have a distancing aspect because we're in these eight-kilometer, um, uh, you know, spheres. And people can then choose to fire at long range and then suffer uh, reduced chances of it being effective. Um, so I think we've possibly already got the start of the solution, which is if we put, if they kind of tr uh, fine tune the uh, min max, can't use a min max phrasing, if they fine tune the min max range there, we'll actually have a sweet spot where they can engage, but then they have to close proper for final combat. I disagree with doing it that way, though, really? because then missiles have to be a viable option at long range and have to have a hard punch at long range. Sure. Which means everyone will go long range, launch a salvo, pop out. No, but then, okay, so Luke, let's say this, right? Let's say... Which won't happen in the Persistent Universe, but let's, it'll happen... In a let's say hypothetical, right? So hypothetical, we have a four-kilometer range for missiles. Okay. okay. Um... If you're a ship, now, now obviously scanning technology and the vagaries of this, because we're already picking up for most ships a 4K range quite easily. Um, but maybe there will be conditions where, you know, it becomes better or worse. But you, you, uh, you pick me up at four kilometers. You can choose to fire your missiles there and remain relatively safe. But why don't I have pew-pews designed to uh, reflect kilometer range doesn't mean that they're as strong as if you were closer but why can't I return fire at that range um well in at that point then people are just gonna not use missiles then it makes missiles completely unnecessary see the, I don't the agree is, I don't agree but you tell us, tell us why. If you have weaponry that you can fire at four kilometers the same as you can fire off missiles, whichever is the more powerful one is going to be used. But at those ranges, they each have inherent weaknesses. Uh, one in terms of energy velocity for the pew-pews, and the other for missiles is easier to take down. So yeah. you then have the option of... You mean countermeasure, counter not like shoot... Okay. Yeah. So you each, so you each have... Uh, the choice to engage and you can continue to engage and as you get closer you have increased lethality Would that not I'll be tell you that the 4k range weapons if they can hit someone and it's someone that can fly decoupled backwards away from the fight while continuing to maintain range and hit they're going to play it just like they do in any shooter game. They're going to play it like a sniper mm. except it's a sniper that you cannot shoot back at for any reason whatsoever so they will stay out of range of whatever other gun everyone else is using and continue to fire away and pick off shots. So they'll play cheap. I'm going to they'll I'm going to they'll do it because they can. Ask the obvious question because I think I already know the answer. So why aren't we seeing that in current AC? 
Uh, because the closing distance time for the different weapon types right now is so small that people can't play that long-range game. Uh, it used to happen with the Omni-6s a lot when they had that longer range and they were the only ones with longer range and you couldn't close as easily on people. Omnis were picking people off at 3,500 all the time. Mm-mm-mm. And that's where the six-boat Omni gun situation so was happening. Yeah, you, you give people an option to sit outside the battle and pick off other ships while they sit there and just fly backwards away from it. Unless someone spawns behind them and takes them out just from a lucky situation, they're going to sit back and just fire. They're, they're going to sit at the maximum range, keep themselves as safe as they can, and use that to their advantage the entire time. So does that mean that, I mean, I don't want to say that we shouldn't have continued refinement. Does that mean that really with the missiles, we've got the best of a bad job in terms of how it's currently being applied? Or do you think there's something else they could do? There's something else they could definitely do. Um, really, the, the biggest thing that they could do with it is actually make shields effective against missiles where shields mean more because right now they, they kind of mean something sometimes when you hit a shield and sometimes they don't. So they really need to look at actually getting everything working right before we can say, all right, here's tweaks that you could do with this sort of situation. Like a super Hornet, it's probably going to get hit by more missiles yeah. than most things. It can't dodge. It can countermeasure, but it can't always dodge. Well, it's also a bigger, tankier ship, so maybe its shields can take a few more hits but, before damage starts getting through. But doesn't this then apply for splash shields, that that's kind of what you can use if you think you're going to be in that level? If you use them, they're still not effective right now. That's the problem. Because I, I put the ink mark splash shields on, but they're, they're redoing all the components too. Yeah. So that's why a major redesign and overhaul to a, a working game system that they're basing a lot of data off of right now, before those are even stable would be premature. Okay. You need to get those base items stable so then we can revisit it and go, okay, how are they working against the shields? How do the numbers look? What are the number of dodges? What are the number of quick kills that missiles are doing versus how long people are actually engaging in a dogfight? You need a stable set of of working conditions to actually test that against first. Okay. And it's not there yet. So I guess from my sense, I, I'm 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 this makes perfect sense to me. Uh, I, I was really taken with the the quality of, of Beer's post. It does feel like it's bringing, as you said, torpedo combat into the world of missiles. Um, it'd be yes. very interesting. I think I think what's being outlined there is actually, I think, would be a very good approach towards torpedoes. But, I think it would be an amazing yeah. approach towards tor torpedo combat. I saw that and I went, holy crap, I can picture being on a capital ship like an Idris or something if it has torpedo armaments or the Retaliator, a bomber, a Gladiator with smaller torpedoes, and actually having torpedoes work like that where they pick up momentum, go towards a bigger ship. Yeah. Fighters will be able to get the hell out of the way, but the bigger ships you're aiming for, not as easily. Which, to be honest, you know, it, I'm a very visual person, so in my head, I just see that torpedo coming towards that ship it's gonna yeah. be good I, I hear i see the alarms going off on the bridge and i hear them you know <laughs> no shields up see, starboard side i see the alarms going off and the captain going ah tea's ready <laughs> the um there's been quite a few posts um happening around this so bacon fang says i have fired missiles off at long range while going backwards does not work though people have countermeasures so the tactic is not worth it yeah i agree that's what i was thinking you know um 
it's uh, the level of reward is quite slight because it's not going to really work unless you've totally exhausted. Imagine if you had two waves where you have close close missile combat, you exhaust their, their, their countermeasures and then you pound them. That could be quite fun. Um, we actually, um, Mammon, oh, have I lost it in the scroll? Um, he basically was talking, uh, question, just started a race and the announcer said, we're starting the last lap. Oh, can't even do the, how did the announcer voice sound? We're, st oh, we're starting the last lap. What do you guys think about CIG releasing 115? Um, I think he's wrong there. Uh, with so many known bugs. Should they have left it on the PTU an extra week? Uh, Gracky's on the count of three. One, two, three. No. Yes. We disagree. We disagree. Oh my God. The controversy. News at 10. Why yes? Because they had too many severe critical bugs. They should have left it on PTU to fix some of those things longer. What's critical to you? Uh, when you lock out an entire base of players from being able to even load into Arena Commander anymore. Anyone that only owned a Cutlass Red or Cutlass Blue could no longer play Arena Commander. Yeah, I didn't feel that. I was okay. Um, let's see that, that. Plus, they had numerous crashes and other issues yeah. that they've been working on since. But they were things that were getting reported on PTU at the last minute with people going, whoa, we're seeing something here. And then they went, here's 115. And we went, so, we're, 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 wait a second, why are you putting this you out see, the that, That's interesting, because for me, I, I'm actually surprised because what you just said, I wasn't fully aware of. But uh, a critical issue for me is a showstopper, something where you can't do shit. Um, Matches ending immediately upon starting, people not being able to play at all based on their ship types. See, now we've had um, most of that except for ship types. There's a certain level of tolerance I think we've we've had, um, but the ship type thing I didn't realize was going on. Then maybe it's they just did the numbers and said it was a small percentage. They could have, but to, to me that is still a showstopper. It's a you have this segment of the game population that here's here's what you're presenting to them as the new thing, and you don't in the patch notes say we're releasing it. We know about this. We're working on it. We're going to get a hot fix in for it soon. It took days after release to live for them to go. Oh, that's going on. Mm. Let me go look. You see, and I went that got reported. You see now a couple of things from my side is, and I don't want it to be overly defensive uh, of CIG because uh, I think they made practical decisions. Um, yes. But the the notion is one um, get something out uh, based on not having something out. Two, uh, we've had a free flight week for or, or like a free uh, uh, QuakeCon. Which obviously okay. is a convention about earthquakes. Um, <laughs> they, 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 yay, earthquakes. Um, they had uh, that, they, they kind of gave uh, access of, you know, free access to people who went to that con. So they needed something, I think, for people to play with. Um, and those people wouldn't be affected necessarily. So okay, I can understand the priority, and this is probably far more schedule driven in order to have everything lined up for post Gamescom. Um, so I can see them making the choice for, uh, um, you know, cutless users. Because we, we, I mean, we both know that, you know, cutless users don't matter. 
Well, they also released it with the broken Merlin for the Andromeda users too. Seriously, I said cutlasses don't cut users don't matter, and you didn't even hit me. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I own more than a cutlass. I I was looking for. I'm gonna let the cutlass owners hit you instead. Right. Well, put this way, I am an ex cutlass owner. I didn't think I would go for the cutlass, and then I went for the cutlass blue because respect my authority. Um, but I did get rid of it in the end. But. Um, that's how I could fly. Uh, <laughs> but for me, it's just, it's a situation of if you have that many match ending situations, that many crashes, like if, if a majority of people start loading the matches in like two minutes in, they get a yeah. defeat flag and then it's done, even though the counter says 20 minutes into the left in the match or something like that difference, you're you're not having anyone yeah. testing. You're just getting a whole bunch of people going, ooh, 115. Ooh, I can't play it. And that can, I mean, it's the first patch that they've been put out in a while. So you, I, I would think you might want to go more for opinion being, I don't know, a little more positive than, holy crap, this is Crash Happy McGee. And mind you, they've been putting in a lot of work to make it not do that. But that that's the first perception of a patch in a while for what they put out. And it's like, I... Get, couldn't you have left it on PTU just a couple more days to let it simmer? Just look at some of those. Just, just a couple of days into the next week. Why did it have to go out on a Friday? Yeah. Well, honestly, I you, you it's one of those weird ones where you make so many valid points. But if I were, if I were to accept the logic of it, they would land. Uh, and I would agree with you. But the rest of me is going, yeah, I'm still very glad they released it. <laughs> but I mean, are, are you in any, are you conflicted by that? Or are you so absolute that they shouldn't I, have? No, no, I'm not absolute. I'm, I, I'm, I, I can see both sides of it, of the release and the not release. I just, with my background in QA, especially because I, I tend to be a little bit more conservative on releasing things. And as QA, you, have to be to some degree because you have to be that counterpoint mm -hmm. all the time. You have to be the wrench in the works. You have to be the one breaking stuff. Mm -hmm. um, then I, I I lean a little bit more conservative on, okay. on how I aim for releases. So my professional background says no, they shouldn't have. However, if I had a bunch of producers going, we need to for X Y Z reasons, it, I would have been the one naysaying voice. But it's their call with all of the other people going. Well, we have these other reasons for it. I would have put my stamp of no on it. Then it's done with. They did it. So what do we do from here? We fix the stuff and we keep going. That's it. Nice. So I'm not unreasonable about it. I just didn't agree with the decision. Okay. Yeah. Um, for me, I'd have, I I'd have done it. Uh, uh, although to be honest, maybe I'd have put a great big blink tag. If seriously. You know, I wish they had, well, see, I wish they, mm, yeah, no, I mean, there's many so workarounds and what if, so it's, it's, it's a hard call. Um, it is, it's a difficult, it's always a difficult call in those situations. Yeah, I mean, Thunder God says, yeah, no point in a PTU if major bugs make it to the live channel. I kind of agree, but the notion is it's bugs they know. I mean, that was, that's always the fundamental when they talk about, say, get Star Marine out. It's like, well, we know these bugs. We'll get nothing but reports of them. Um, so there's, a, there's maybe a balance between the enjoyment of us playing it, especially if you're a Cutlass, especially if you've got an Andromeda. Um, 
versus the they know about these things, but they'll still have enough of a, of a sample base for that. Um, and, and that's the delineation between um, 115 as a QA reporting system and 115 as everybody having fun. Maybe, I'm not sure, yeah, you know. Please. And speaking of QA reporting system, really, they need to have a better way of doing those patch notes because their their bug list at the end is nowhere near the actual bug list that people report in the bug forms <laughs> and have multiple confirmations of. And then they go back so, and go, oh, yes, this is a bug. It's like, I thought they had volunteers like going through the forms to escalate so, those things to developers. I want to tie these things together because you just said that you, you're talking about patch notes and, and about... So here you're talking about the culling of people's reports. Are you talking about patch notes and how they're displayed? Uh, the actual information within the patch notes, not the display of the patch notes. Okay, so, what, so can you give us some kind of example as to what you'd like to see patch note-wise? I'd like to actually see an entire bug list. Okay. These are the known issues, so we can go through and go, okay, this is known, this is known, this is known. They know about this. Isn't that stuff they that they're doing? Is that, is that coming up? Is that something that... Well, that's what I mean, is, like, the Cutlass bug is the biggest one of them, but the Cutlass bug that went out, that was a bug that mm. was reported on PTU. It was there. Then they had to go back after they launched it live and go, oh, wait a second, yes, this is a bug. And that's where I went... I thought they had volunteers going through the bug forms to escalate these things specifically. They didn't for a long while. They've got someone, but I don't know what they're doing much. And that's why I was like, I didn't see anything of some of the bugs that were reported in the PTU forums in the patch notes, but okay, they were bugs. And what happened with those? Are they known? Are they not known? Okay. Did they look at them? So we don't have a little check of yes, so, we saw this. Okay, we're gonna we're get we're it. getting deep into a into an into um, uh, a, a a particular niche of this. So I think we should probably think about moving on, um, <laughs> just because um, you and I are both nerds, like of a of a of a particular sense. So I think you know it's a thing. Um, but I do agree that it would be great to have more detail and more tie, because what you're what you, what you're effectively talking about is almost like some kind of ecosystem, of uh, we find it, they fix it, they connect the dots, we see we we see the loop, kind of thing. I don't even need to see the loop. I just want to see the list of what's known when it goes out and that our reporting is actually being used. Is that because I don't, is that coming because you're a QA god? Because for me, I'm okay with... As no, it, it also came before as a gamer, because if I was getting a build and the developers gave me a build of something, not as a QA person, just as a fan and a gamer, and I was in a beta test, and they gave me like a bug list with 10 things on it, and we go in and we see all these weird bugs going on, it's like, are, do you guys know about this? Are you just giving us crap builds? Or And then they you know, respond with... I'm not talking about Star Citizen. Yeah. A different game. I won't say it, but um, it <laughs> I like, know what you're talking are, about. Are you guys giving us just crap builds and you're not paying attention? Or are you just not giving us bug lists or information so we can say, oh, you guys know about all this stuff. Okay, you're on it. So it, it's it, as the gamer, as the fan, I want to know where the mind is in general. Like, are they paying attention or not? This is an interesting thing. Um, I, this, this For me, this t t tends towards... 
Um, this is, a, again, it's a level of investment that if we're finding and seeing things and discovering things, we want to put it across to them and know that it's, it, that it's either been accepted, recognized, worked on, or is humming in any way, some kind of acknowledgement. Is that kind of... Yeah, and we also don't want to double up the work. Yeah, so we don't replicate. Like, yeah, so we're not like throwing a ton of bugs at them and then they're going, yes, we know, yes, we know, yes, we know. And then we go, well, you didn't tell us you knew because you gave us a report with the bug list, but that's not in there. Uh, I'm going to play devil's advocate here because I think you're absolutely right. Um, and I think that for a certain section of the community, this would work perfectly well. For the rest of the community, however... They probably don't care. No, no, they may not care, but um, you know, they may not... For example, um, do you read FAQs? Yes. Right, see, that distinguishes you uh, from, from other people. Um, I've, I've accepted that we live in a world of people who don't read the FAQ, don't read the instruction manual. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, it, it won't necessarily improve this. It, it, will, it will help, but it won't be the great panacea that it could be for uh, in terms of communication, reporting and feedback. But I think, I think this is something that we should probably want to break out into um, a, a deeper, uh, more nuanced conversation. We may want to do a special on this at some point. We might have to. Yeah. Um, so, and Captain asks, is the Merlin on the pledge store for good? No, it's on it for evil. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, so it's, it's a permanent addition to the pledge store. Um, uh, I actually bought a couple. Uh, I'm having conversations with RSI because, uh, CIG because I bought them immediately once they came on and I bought them and they, I, I just spent $40 and I got two wreck ships. So, uh, yeah, you need the permanent one. Yeah. That's a bug report. Uh, <laughs> so we got to get that fixed. Um, so, uh, Grackies, I think, is there anything else you want to kind of cover before we go into the dark place? No, I think I, I, I think I'm good. Are you ready? Mostly. We, this is the part where we tell everybody where to find us, right? No. Oh, it's just darkness. Just pure, pure darkness. Oh, God, this part. Oh, God. Oh, God. My brain is so melted. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, I'm so screwed. So we've started um, a quiz. Now, it's just the two of us. We uh, we will kind of open up uh, when we bring guests in and they'll kind of join in on this. Uh, we call this quiz... The Great Star Citizen True-False Quiz, which also has answers that are not true or false quiz. <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of catchy. This is round three. Um, now, this takes uh, a look at all of Star Citizen, all the lore, all the nonce, and because it's so expansive, straight out can't possibly, possibly do well in this. Okay, <laughs> so Grackies, uh, the first round I asked you questions. Uh, do, do, do yes. you remember the score you got? I think it was like five. It was five, and then you Yay. and then you asked me questions in the second round. Do you remember what score I got? Somewhere in the neighborhood of twelve. I like you. Uh, it was slightly more than five, uh, okay. but that was because you were very kind. 
Now I have to. I have to. Um, hey, Zyla, how are you doing? Bring on. Oh, we have on. a special guest in chat. Zylo saying showing up just in time for me to embarrass myself with a quiz. Oh, Zylo, you're gonna love this. Okay, so these are ten questions. Um, in chat, you can whisper using the Twitch whisper me the answers if you know them. Don't post them uh, on chat uh, in case Gracky sees them. We just want to keep this yes. fair. Yes, um, I don't. I don't want to see. And it. Zylo. Play along. Uh, I see what points you get, and we could we should get you on actually, Zylo. If it, if at some point you're up for this, we can we can play a proper quiz. Okay, so question one. And by the way, there are some truly evil questions here. Um, what is the capital of Terra? I don't even remember the capital of frickin' Terra. Okay, so let's start. Terra is a planet. Yes, I know Terra's a planet, but I don't remember its moon names. or Its capital is probably something ridiculous like Terra Prime or Terra City. Now, which one of those would you like to take? I'll go with Terra Prime, because why not? It's called Prime, so you get one point. Oh, it is called Prime? Prime is the city? Yes. I forgot. It was somewhere in the back of the brain. Terra Prime. So that's oh my god. So that's one point, which uh, I think compared to the last time we did this, you've already broken your losing streak. Um, yes. Next question. Question two. Now this one is slightly badly worded by me, but if you need the explanation, I'll clarify. <laughs> how many distinct, as in hulls, origin ships, are available in Star Citizen? Does that include hangar or purchasing on the store in, in concept? That will be flyable. So it, the whole kaboot, kaboots, kaboots, uh, the whole thing. That will be flyable is, or are? Is and will be. So oh, God. Okay, so concept ships count. How many, uh, hull, how many origin ships by hull? Oh, crap. <laughs> um, let's see. You got the M50, the... I'm drinking no, 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 unicorn no. juice. Origin the M50? I was actually going to say you can use your fingers, but you actually already are. Yeah, I am. Um, do, 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 do. For some reason, I think do, there's seven of do, them do, on the list do, now. Do, do, do. But I don't remember all of them off the top of my head because I don't pay attention to the origin ships very often, honestly. Get out. Do you have an answer then? Do you have a number you want to give us? I'm, I'm guessing seven because I can. You say seven. Our survey says... It's five. Oh, there's only the five right now? Yes. And oh, I thought there was more. The, and question three, name them. 300, 315, 325, 350. And then, is it the M50? I think that's the other origin ship. M is it the origin M50? Who makes the M50? It's not, I don't think it's RSI M50. Do you know, so I can... Not, definitely not great. Sorry to, it's not Aegis. I just want to point out, I'm pretty certain I can hear you thinking. You can. Okay, just checking. I, it sounds as if you had a leak. You were naming For some reason, I think... 
I, I can't remember if the M50's origin or not, but I'm going to have to go with it because I can't think of any other ships that origin might be making. Okay. Uh, uh, okay, so Blood Dragon? No. <laughs> um, so, Luckily, I wasn't looking over there. Um, so, so let's try again. I'll ask you the question. So, well, I know it's so the so, so you've got you've got to pick five. So yeah, I said 300, 315, P, 325A, uh, 350R, and then I'm, I think it's the M50. I'm going to give you half a point, but that's simply because I... Um, but I can't remember. Seriously, that, that level of answer makes me want to come across through the internet and give you a hug. Um, okay, so there are five ships distinct as in Hull. Oh, not variants. Yeah. So is uh, the see this is what happens when it's ninety degrees in an apartment. <laughs> uh, um, so it's the, so it'd be the three hundred series, the M fifty series, the so that one's its own hull. Then you have the no, the hull A isn't one of them because that's MISC. <laughs> um, I, I was trying to think of the transports. What else you have? Wait, does Origin do the Orion? Shall I put you out of your misery? Yeah. Okay. You have the 300 hull. The 300. Yeah, this is where my brain melted. You have the 350R hull because it's a two-engine job. It's a different hull. Oh, that's a little trick in there. Well, yeah, of course. Um, yeah. You have the M50. So that's three. Yep. I knew that one. You have the 890. 890 jump is Origin? Yes. Oh, that's right. Origin jump. For some reason, I thought it was Aegis because it's beautiful and wonderful. I, I didn't think Origin could make something like that. I hate you. Um, <laughs> and you have the 85X, which is the private craft. The Reliant. No, the private Wait. craft inside the 890. What's it called? It's the yeah, 80, I thought it was 85X. I know. What is it called? It has another tag that goes with 85X. Starts with an R, I think. Can't remember, but it's 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 it's, it's known as the eighty five X. It's it's the runabout. The runabout. It, that's, that's the word. Star Trek Next Generation of. runabout. So basically, um, because I know what the other questions are like. Yeah, because the Reliant is the mystery. You're getting half a point, so you're actually doing pretty good so far. Mm. Seriously, you have as my brain. I knew my brain was going to be failing right now because I could barely think. Okay, straight. now to now normally quizzes have um, an escalation. Um, things get much harder by the time you get to the very end. I'm expecting to do horribly. Things get much harder by the time you get to question ten. Not this quiz. Um, I'd like to apologize with this question. Oh God. Otherwise, as Scott says, does Grackies get a handicap? Yes. Um, I've just given half a point. Um, what ship... Question three. Actually, hang on. Question three. Question, question four. What ship in the law was the immediate precursor to the Gladius? If you get this, you're amazing. What? To the Gladius. Oh, crap. It wasn't the Hornet. What ship? There was something between the Hornet and the Gladius. Now, uh, I will tell you this. I'll give you some info. Um, this ship, we have never seen an engine, and we probably never will. I know. It's the F-7A something. I'm going to give you a hint and say, no, it's not. 
No, it's not. Uh, I thought there was the F7A something no. that came before the Gladius. Uh, before the Lightning came out, I thought there was something in between the Lightning, the Gladius, and the Hornet. So, so let's ask the question, see if you can get this. What ship in the lore was the immediate precursor to the Gladius? It's not the Hornet, I'm pretty sure. The Hornet's the superiority fighter, and then I think there was something else, and then there was the Gladius, Gladiator, and then the new F-8 Lightning, which is sort of in there that we've kind of seen. Grackies, every ship you're naming is a flyable ship in Star Citizen. I know. It's I know. not. There's something in between And there. it's not a flyable ship. I know. That's why I'm naming all the flyables, and I know I was doing it to try and remember the write-up that I saw on it. I thought it was... No, because the Hornet's the F-7. I can't remember the name of it. No, okay. the Hornet's the F-7 series. The F-8's the Lightning. The Gladius, the Gladiator. It's I can't remember what the precursor to the Gladius was. <laughs> Pass? Yeah, I have to pass on that. And one. I, I do apologize because these are the evilest questions I've ever done. It's the stiletto. Oh, that's right. The little stabby. Little stabby stab stabs. I called it little stabby the, on the other show. <laughs> There's another show. Um, so, uh, so it, 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 was, it was the stiletto. Um, now, if you get this question, you are getting a god. Okay, I'm not getting this question. Then my brain's barely. Thinking. Everything after this question becomes better. Okay. What squadron uh, was the first to formally use the Gladius? To formally use the Gladius? Yes. Well, it's not Squadron 42. You're surprisingly close. I know it's close. Was it 41 or 43? You're surprisingly wrong. Huh. Um, I was thinking it was either 41 or 43. For, my brain, for some reason, is also thinking 44, but not that. It was. I would have gone with 43, personally, because I think it was one of the after numbers that used Gladius. 42 is all Hornets, if I remember. But I barely remember that. It's been a while since I've read my lore. Um, so, uh, what, so, do you want to give a guess? I don't know, Squadron 45. Shit, you were, you were so close. Uh, what was it, 44? No, it was 36. Oh, it was 36? Yeah, uh, Seriously, it was an early number? It was, it was, uh, as part of the Tavaran Wars, uh, th there was a 36th Fighter Squadron, they came online... January the first, two thousand five hundred seventy-nine-ish. Wait, equipped. the Gladius was that old? Yeah, I thought the Gladius was a little bit newer than that in its designs. That's a four hundred-year-old fighter. Yep. Yeah, no. So it's a very old fighter. Remembering lore in ninety-degree heat. This is interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we've moved on to the, into the, in I should have remembered that too because it was Tavaran Wars. That's my favorite yeah, wars. Now Tavaran War, best war. Now, um, <laughs> so so let's let's uh, look at 
uh, where we stand. We're into one, two, three, four. Hang on, one, two, three, four, five, and you are at one and a half points. Now, yay, yay! So you're actually within a chance to break even. <laughs> so, uh, question six: uh, What is the name of the flying toolbox repair ship? Oh God! Frick! 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 You know I never remember names, and that's why I love those questions. Um, it's the oh, it's the one that does the rigging thing around it. Uh, if, it can create the scaffolding. It's the. If you want a clue, ask, and I will give you a clue. No, uh, but, I don't no. want to, that's a, that's cheating. But no, actually, I'll tell you what. Give me a few guesses, and then I'll give you a clue, and then we'll see. Or if you don't want to, fair enough. I don't. I don't want clues. I don't want uh, clues. I have to remember my ship names. So the question again is: What is the name of the flying toolbox repair ship? Um. Oh God! It's um. The Crucible. Yes, it's the Crucible. You ha you have almost doubled your score. Yay! Hi. Um, yeah. Now this one, uh, considering what we've talked about, you should get. Uh, after losing a UEE contest to supply a ship to home defense squadrons, which could be cheaply and rapidly built, what ship has now become a bet noir? in more and savory circles. Drake Cutlass. Yep. Uh, there was a competition uh, done in 22, uh, 29, 22, um, and the Cutlass didn't make the cut, so um, they, okay. they sold it on. Uh, so you're absolutely right. Uh, question eight. This one's a dead easy one. Um, if you backed the game in 2014, and I backed the game in 2013, does that make me better than you? Yes. Really? No. Okay, so you've, you've given me two answers there. I need you to decide. If you back the game, and this is an important one, if you back the game in 2014, and I backed the game in 2013, does that make me better than you? No. Well, we'll have to take that to chat. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I say no because I'm, I, I figure I'm no better than someone that backs it this year. <laughs> However, if someone backs it in 2016 right at the tail end just to get in cheaply, well, you know, fudge them. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the backing uh, doesn't matter. You're just a backer, and it's a wonderful place to be. Um, so last two questions. Uh, we'll do a tally of the points after this next question. Um, Ivor Messer. Okay, so Ivor Messer. Mm. He participated in the Battle of Idris IV in 2544. True or false? I can repeat the question. Yeah, repeat it one more time. Ivor Messer. He participated in the Battle of Idris IV in 2544. I think that's false. Why? Uh, I think the year might be wrong. 
I think you also changed the planet, possibly, and you might have changed his name a little bit. Okay, so basically what you did there is you made a statement, you then took the three facts that were in that sentence... <laughs> and said it's false. I said that each of them is possibly wrong. So that's as good as a blanket as I've ever seen. I know. And you are right um, about that with such a guess. It's <laughs> but I think you actually changed all three of those in that answer. No, actually, it was just Ivor. His name is Ivar. I-V-A-R. Yeah. Oh, you ca it was Idris 4 and 2544? Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I thought it was 5 and 2545. Both The okay. number 5 was stuck in my head. So, let's count. One and a half, two and a half, three and a half, four and a half. Okay, so I don't need to get too excited, but you've actually broken your record. You're now at five and a Yay! half. Somehow I got five and, and a half. This depresses me because of the last question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> name one of the racing circuits in Arena Commander. Oh, for the love of God, why? Rickard Memorial. Okay. Duffer Blink and... Um, uh, New Horizon Old Vanderbilt. Yes, and you know what's even better? I just said name one. I know. I just had to do it for myself because I can never remember Old Vanderbilt you, because I want to call it Old Horizon New Vanderbilt after, for some damn reason. After a slight stumble, you literally finished doing jazz hands. Um, yeah. There you go. You got 6.5 points. Congratulations. Yay! You are, and I'll get you back next you, week. Or our guest. You are a true citizen. And we'll come on to that in a second. Um, uh, Mammon in chat goes, should everyone that backed while all ships are on concept before hangar module get a free poster and tiny ship model like concept buyers get now? Uh, if it's a model of a pony, yes. It's an interesting one. I mean, to be honest, uh, the ships are the reward. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't say no to anything. But, we, but also, I, we're not entitled. Yeah, and... On top of that, you're going to be able to get all those ship models in-game. Yeah. They've already said they're going to have a dealer where you can go to a shop and pick up ship models. <laughs> I want my ship models NRFB, though. NRFB? What's that? Never removed from box. Oh, God. There's, <laughs> there's... I just went to a whole new level of nerddom. Yes, you did. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to say... I want to... Yeah, yeah, that was just nerdy. Where we've, got, we've, we've kind of crossed the line there. Um, before we close, there is, uh, and we will be doing a post-show, um, if you're live right now with us, um, Grackies, what is our definition of the week? Week, week, week. Definition of the week is citizen. Now, would you like to know more? Uh, <laughs> I, would, I would like to know more. So, I'm going to have you take it away. Oh God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> or do you want me to? I know how to do, explain yeah, it. You, you, I figured I'd throw one back. You can probably explain it best, uh, and I can, I, can, I can jump in, I think, because in, in, in my head I have examples. Um, have you seen Starship Troopers? There you pretty go. Much. Uh, well, um, if in Highlands world it was a slightly fascistic society, in the Roman world it was simply about the ability to not... Well, to, to have the power and say over other individuals and over the running of your, your, your politics. Um, so, Grackis, how does that play into Star Citizen? 
uh, in Star Citizen, basically, citizens are the ones that have more rights and power than the civilians do. Um, citizens are a lot of times people either of prominence, um, they've earned their way into it, and or are ex-military and have earned the citizenship that way. Yeah. They get voting rights, they get, you know, say when it comes to local political politics on more, and their status is essentially higher. I think their tax rates are supposed to be different too. The, it's the notion of contribution to society. Mm -hmm. So what have you done to further uh, humanity slash UEE? Or who have you bribed properly? Because that is also furthering society in the same way that I can buy a, a visa. Uh, if I if I really wanted to, instead of filling in paperwork. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, so this 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 is quite interesting in terms of Star Citizen, um, obviously because the it's in the name. Um, uh, but at the same time, you don't have to be a citizen; you could be Star Civilian, uh, or as we call them, scum. Uh, hey. hey. Uh, After the latest Empire <laughs> report, I'm a little bit concerned about the personally. <laughs> Well, don't worry. I'm more about the UET. Uh, I'm not a fan of the UEE stop and scan policy. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty rough. Um, so, so yeah. So basically, in game, like when we were playing uh, Squadron Forty Two, for example, um, the notion is that you you play through the the single player game and you come out the end um normally a citizen it may not be an end reward it may be something that just happens or the contribution is enough that you can become a citizen uh but you can just bugger off um you can go straight into the pu um and you know and that kind of affects your standing and then you can not be a citizen citizenship can be revoked if you are a particularly yep. bad person or epic depends on your view of it um, or, or lazy. Or lazy. <laughs> um, also, citizens will have some levels of freedom, uh, one would imagine, around carrying weapons and permits and various things. If you particularly wanted military tech, uh, you ain't got a chance if you're a civilian. You've probably got less ch no chance if you're a citizen, well, but you've probably got you know, a slightly better chance. You haven't got a legal chance as a civilian. I like the way you said that. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so in so in terms in so in terms of uh, what citizen is and star citizen, it is uh, status with with power. I think there's planning maybe to invoke some voting if that if they can make that work, um, and a whole bunch of other odds and sods. Um, so if you're a scoundrel, you may actually be doing things that could impinge upon your citizen status. It may be one of those uh, like kind of reputation things that you want to kind of manage. Um, It'll be on an interesting gameplay, it, though. It's on Michelle. So I, I think that's us, Grackies. And if there's anything else on your side, uh, no, I think it is time for the outro. So until next week, everybody. Bye. Bye. If you like what you heard please do feel free to follow us. We also do video stuff as well. And give us a review on iTunes. It doesn't matter if it's good, bad, or just indifferent. We want to hear what you have to think. Well, not everything you have to think. I mean, that, that could be a lot.